In the bulletin, former President Mary Robinson has defended comments uh, she may, uh, about a meeting she had with a princess who tried to flee the United Arab Emirates earlier this year and was, for a period of time, feared missing. Mrs Robinson, who's a former UN Human Rights Chief, chief met Sheikh Latifa, the daughter of the ruler of Dubai, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, earlier this month. The authorities in the UAE released pictures of the meeting earlier this week and in an interview with the BBC, yesterday, Mrs Robinson uh, drew particular ire subsequently when she described uh, the princess as a troubled young woman. I think you have to bear in mind that this is a troubled young woman who has a serious um, medical situation. She's receiving psychiatric care and um, (coughs) they don't want her to endure any more publicity. And that was the dilemma. So when I wrote to Michelle Bachelet, I sent her um, the three photographs that I was happy would be released to help the family to um, uh, allow it to be understood that this is a, a, a family matter now and that she is in the care and loving care of her family. And that was Mary Robinson speaking on BBC Radio yesterday morning. Since then, she's issued a, a further statement in the last hour or so. We're joined in studio by Laura Fletcher of our foreign news staff. Uh, Laura, this is a complicated story on one level, but Mary Robinson is facing quite the international backlash from many quarters over that visit to the United Arab Emirates and, and the way she described uh, the princess at the centre of this controversy. That's right, Chris. Um, the princess had been, hadn't been seen for a number of months, really until these photographs of the princess accompanied by Mary Robinson were released on the 24th of December. And uh, it was only then yesterday that we heard for the first time Mary Robinson discuss this visit. And we've heard that clip there, her use of the word vulnerable, her, the use of her being in, in, uh, in the care of her loving family, needing medical help. And the response really to that from a number of organisations um, has been very critical. Um, we've had Kenneth Roth of Human Rights Watch has spoken um, about uh, the, t- the detention of this woman. We've also had to- uh, Toby Cadman, who's a lawyer for this young woman, although he has never met her. She was appointed by activists and, and, and he really uh, articulated that he felt Mary Robinson wasn't well placed to deliver that kind of an assessment. And, because uh, she's not a medical doctor. Exactly, exactly. And that was the, the argument he was making. And that has been a point made by Radha Sterling, who is the CEO and founder of Detained in Dubai. And they really have been to the fore in this case because actually uh, Radha is um, says she spoke with the princess during this attempted escape a number of months ago, um, after which we hadn't seen her. So the princess, the princess tried to leave Dubai or the United Arab Emirates way back in March of this year. Her, the yacht on which she was travelling was intercepted, and she was returned to Dubai, uh, where, she, where as you say, she since. hadn't been seen exactly. For a of and prior to her leaving, she did make a recording, which is widely available on the internet, where she spoke of the reasons she wanted to leave, um, feeling you know that she and and members of her family just had had no sense of, of, of being able to do what they wanted. She spoke of, of di- very difficult conditions and abuse that she, she wanted to escape from and she said that she was making this video and she hoped it wouldn't be released because if, if it was released it meant that the rescue wouldn't have gone well. So this video was out there there was international concern about her whereabouts. These photographs were released and as Radha Sterling of Detained in Dubai said, these photographs were the first evidence of her life that she was alive and well, so or that she was certainly alive. Um, and then details of her condition came through Mary Robinson's statement and it's it's the, it's the it, people have been taking issue with that. So Radha Sterling has said that uh, what Mary Robinson 
said was very much in line with the line coming from the United Arab Emirates that uh, this young woman needed medical treatment and was being given that care. And the argument that's being made is that Mary Robinson having had a short brief lunch with this young woman, having met her, having known her family and being introduced to into this situation through her knowledge of Princess Haya, who she worked with in the UN, who is one of, um, there is a member of the royal family, but is not this young woman's mother, um, that these circumstances do not lend themselves to an independent assessment of this young woman's well-being. Okay, and Mary Robinson today, and of course we know that Mary Robinson is no stranger to standing up uh, for human rights causes and indeed standing up to regimes uh, where she finds fault and has done vigorously in the past. But in her statement released earlier today, she's saying that she's dismayed at some of the media commentary uh, that has surrounded this visit to Dubai. She says she undertook the visit and made an assessment, not a judgment, she says, uh, based on personal witness in good faith and to the best of her ability. That's where she sees it resting at the moment. She's not going to make any further comment, she says in this statement. What Has there been much reaction to that statement? There has, because I think what's interesting is as well, um, for example, she said she was extensively briefed. Uh, she was aware of the international concern. She went there, as I mentioned, on the invitation of Princess Haya. And she said that uh, it was clear to her that Princess Haya had particular concern for the welfare of Sheikha Latifa, whom she described as a troubled and and quite vulnerable. So the words we heard Mary Robinson use to describe her, she's attributed to Princess Haya in this statement. And then she also said she has done up a report uh, which she has handed to the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights and she believes the future action rests with the Office of the UN Committee on Enforced Disappearances and those campaigning are saying that really it is a UN team with expertise who are needed to assess this young woman's well-being. That's what they're calling for. They say this isn't that and that's what they want. Laura Fletcher, thank you for that.